Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rihanna, and welcome or welcome back to Fresh Off the Broke. Fresh Off the Broke is about personal experiences growing up Asian American in a predominantly white community, Asian media, and Asian pop culture in general. Race has always been a sensitive topic. Every day, there are debates over race. With our podcast, we intend to shed light on the experiences of first-generation Asian immigrants, not put them on a pedestal. We understand that race isn't everything, but there should be an acknowledgement of people of color, the knowledge gap, and the racial divide that will ideally be broken. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into the episode. Today's topic is strict Asian teachers. Now, what do we mean when we say strict Asian teachers? What What is an Asian teacher? Just a teacher that's Asian? I mean, technically, yes, but in today's context, no. Today's context. Yes. It's lost meaning. Yeah. Yeah. But in all seriousness, basically today's episode is about the way that Asian teachers and Asian teaching methods are perceived in the West, especially when you have an Asian teacher that's in a Western country or just in a Western context in general and how the way that they act is perceived by their quote-unquote Western students. Growing up, whenever I had an Asian supply teacher, the students would hate them and always complain about how serious and unfun and like boring that they were in general. Yeah, um, I remember whenever I'd have a Asian supply teacher, kids would all of a sudden get very tense mm-hmm. as if like all of a sudden like, oh, we have to act proper because I guess people just assumed that the teacher was going to be strict or, as you said, unfun. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, like, looking back, it's like, huh, why did you assume that? You want to say something about that? Like, because <laughs> whenever we had, like, a white supply teacher or someone else, like, kids would act normal. Some kids would just, like, pick on the supply teacher, too. But whenever we had an Asian supply teacher, it was always everyone on their, not best behavior, but more, like, everyone was very quiet. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, looking back, all the quote-unquote fun teachers would be the white one. And I honestly haven't really had many Asian supply teachers. And uh, the reason why we're talking about supply teachers is because, you know, in the areas that we are, there aren't very many Asian teachers. Yeah, no. On the off chance that we would even um, have an Asian teacher like just a teacher that was Asian, they would definitely be a supply teacher or an occasional teacher, which growing up, I didn't understand what an occasional teacher was, but I kind of get it now. It's like in university, how some people are occasional lecturers. Yeah, yeah. Or part-time lecturers or something like that. You know, once once every month, they give a seminar. Special. Special guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The one time I did have an Asian teacher, which he actually wasn't my teacher, but the class that he taught, like we were interconnected. It was like this weird split class type situation. Um, right. Everybody hated him. Oh. And 
I feel really bad for this guy looking back because he was a good teacher. Like he was teaching us what like was in the curriculum, especially like especially in math. This guy like his specialty was math, which is very stereotypical, did not help the situation. But um he was teaching like I wouldn't say advanced, but like he was teaching very by the book, especially in math. And I remember the people in his class were complaining, being like, this guy's too tough. Um, I want to be in the other teacher's class. Like, he's, he's, they were just describing him as like, oh, he's just your typical Asian teacher. Like, he's teaching us all the hard stuff in math, which looking back, no, he was not teaching hard stuff. He was teaching just regular stuff that should have been taught in that math class. It's just that the other teacher wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which looking back again, I wish I was in his class because I didn't really learn anything in the other teacher's class while the other kids did. So even though they were complaining about, oh, he's too tough, he's your typical Asian guy, he's doing all the hard math, like those kids learned something. Well, I did not really. Yeah, I mean, I understand the way that people see strict teachers in general I mean especially when you're a kid it's like oh we don't get free time today and we get less free time today and then the cool teacher is the one that gives you more free time I mean at the same time what do you you really learn as a kid yeah true however whenever there was a strict Asian teacher I do think that the energy or just the way the class saw them was a bit different compared to if you had a stricter, which look at the way I'm talking about it. I say stricter instead of like a strict white teacher. Yeah. They just don't really look at it the same way. And they would probably see the non-Asian strict teacher as someone that was very by the books, but then with the Asian teacher, they would probably think that they were very authoritative. Mm. And, I mean, I have this really vivid memory from elementary school. We had a supply teacher, and it wasn't even for a regular class. It was for something along the lines of music. Uh and people were really bummed out to have him as a supply teacher because he was really, and this wasn't someone that everyone knew. This was just a guy or a teacher, <laughs> if I may. <laughs> and he was definitely stricter than the our home, well, not homeroom, but our teacher for yeah. that course. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't really anything. I mean, what do you do when you're in music class in elementary school? You yeah. practice a song and you sing it. or yeah. You play the instrument. The recorder. Play the xylophone, you know? Yeah. And he was just really getting us to practice. And everyone was being all, ugh, why is he so strict? Like, uh No one said the word, you know, no one said, uh He's so Asian, mm. but they were probably thinking it. And I mean, I've 
thought or made that connection before too. I still kind of do sometimes just because if you think about it culturally, there are reasons as to why they naturally, why some Asians naturally are a bit more authoritative or just a bit more like that in general. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And everyone would just be so sad when they'd have an Asian supply teacher. Yeah. And whenever you would have a chill Asian teacher, people would be so surprised and they would like them so much more than yeah, if like, it oh, was. You're the best. You've never had a teacher like you before. They're always so strict. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. I Who had would a... they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an Asian teacher in the past, well, supply teacher, occasional teacher, that was really chill and would let us play game, not play games as in play video games. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can do that in school. Yeah. But we would play games such as the geography game, you know, uh, the one where you have to name a, a country or a place in accordance to the letters of the alphabet and stuff, and stuff like that. And people really enjoyed playing that. And people really liked him. And I do think part of it might have been because he was a cool Asian guy. Definitely not entirely because... I mean, I like to think that kids don't know that much about racial profiling and stereotypes and stuff that they learn from their environment or their parents or just people they're around in general. Because you can't, I mean, no one's born racist, right? Mm. Like weird little assumptions and microaggressions that come along the way and then they they grow up or they manifest into the mess that is yeah yeah (laughs) honestly I've never really had a problem with Asian supply teachers I mean if you've listened to past episodes I've gone to Chinese school before so I've had experience with quote-unquote actual Asian teachers like Asian main teachers in a way and you know they were one or two overly strict ones that no one liked. But in general, if I was talking about Asian supply teachers and the weird rep that they get, I've never really disliked them or felt the same way. And I don't know. It To me, even as a kid, it just seems like they were doing their job. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, teachers... They got to teach. And so, hey, class, today I'm your supply teacher. This is what we're doing. Or this is what the teacher left for me to do. And and they're not going to go, okay, now we're going to do some of this. Or we're going to pretend we did some of this. Yeah. Free time. Like, it's a teacher, y'all. <laughs> what do yeah. you expect? And also, some people quote-unquote care a little more you know so when I say care a little more I mean they care about doing their job or doing their task more yeah especially if you're a supply like you probably are a supply because you don't have a like 
permanent position as a teacher. Like you don't want to look bad doing your job. Yeah, a lot of supply teachers they work in the same system. You know, I mean, like when I say system, I mean they usually supply for the same schools and the same teachers. Yeah. And so you wouldn't want to mess that up. Yeah. And something that's more related to Asian teachers is that whenever I had an Asian supply teacher, something really cute or wholesome that would happen would be that whenever they saw that they had Asian students in the class, especially if they knew the language of the person's name, I hope I'm wording that well, they would purposely try to pronounce it correctly. I remember there, I had this Chinese supply teacher one time and they would say, the the person's first, well the person's first name is English and then the first the student's last name was Chinese and so they would say something like English name and then hard pronounce their last name nice. or if their middle name was there they'd be like and they would go name and then uh, Mandarin or name Korean yeah or, you know name language. I'm sure that some of my classmates probably found that annoying because they thought maybe it was favoritism or unfair. Like you left out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you like them apples? I hate that I said that, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first time feeling like a minority, huh? Yeah, exactly. First time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of that very specific meme. Yes. Same. You to put it up on the screen or to not put it up on the screen? You can. Okay. Well, for anyone that can't see it, it's a screen cap, I believe, from a movie. Yes. Where two guys are about to be executed, and then one of them turns over to the other one and makes like a knowing face and a first time. <laughs> I hope that's enough context for y'all. Let me know if it's not. It's, it's a very opinion. popular meme. Yeah, I've seen it refer re <laughs> resurfacing recently mm. on Instagram and various social media. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about social media like that. Like, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Anyways, I personally never really had a bad experience with Asian supply teachers. And I think they get a bad rep. And I also appreciate when they see fellow Asian students that they try to make them feel a little special or just, hey, we're on the same team. Yeah. I completely agree. I. Well, speaking of experiences, this is the complete opposite, but I did have an experience where it was a white teacher who um, was always, he kept on staring at me weirdly when he oh, was no. flying. And I was like, okay, what's this guy's deal? This is weird. And then we were working on something and he just approaches me and he's like, are you Filipino? Which I don't get often. So I was like, yes, I am. And he goes, my wife is Filipino. So internally I'm like great 
another one of those guys. So we spend the rest of the period, this guy just telling me how his wife is Filipino. And he showed me pictures of his wife. And I was just like, thank you for sharing. That is cool. I never really understand what to do in that situation. Yeah. Because, I mean, they probably don't mean harm or... Yeah. They're probably just, yo, you're Filipino. My wife is Filipino. Yeah. Swag of you. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like low-key wholesome, but at the same time, it's like... It's a weird comparison to make to your students. Yeah, and also, like... They have something in common with your significant others. Yes, that is weird. But also, like, every Filipino and probably other ethnicities know this, but it's such a, like, it's always the white guy who's like, oh, you're Filipino, my wife's Filipino, me, I went, I went, (laughs) I met my (laughs) wife, (laughs) I met my wife in the in the air bases or the army bases in the philippines back in the 60s and it's like oh god i know why you married your wife i know how you met your wife like why are you telling me this you know you know you know yeah literally yeah i've had a weird experience like that (laughs) my teacher had a wife that was chinese and he would bring it up every time we had a conversation or every time we spoke and it was just so weird because it was an every time kind of thing. Mm. And he would just say the same things about her every time. And I'd just be there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, at least switch oh, it up. yeah. You, you told me this before. Uh-huh. Yeah. You said she was insert ethnicity or insert from this town. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I'm Chinese. Okay, your wife is Chinese. Cool. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? You you met her however many years ago when you were traveling? I haven't heard okay. this one before. Nice. Why are you talking to me about this again? Why are you asking me if I know Chinese? Why are you telling me the specific dialect she speaks? Yeah. What am I supposed to do with this information? I don't know. I just think generally maybe don't do that with your student. It's different yeah. if you're saying, oh, you like soccer? My wife loves soccer. Yeah. That's different than in a very vague or just a very, I don't know what the right word to use but like connecting you with their significant other almost in a you look like them way but like not you look like them but also it's weird oh, oh you're Just this do it. yeah it, <laughs> you're gonna make the person feel uncomfortable yeah like I understand why people think it's fine but one sometimes it's not especially in a student and teacher context. And two, like, it's just, it's a little, like, I don't know. It's not annoying, but uh, I don't know how to describe it. 
I guess it kind of goes back to the we're not a monolith thing where people say, oh, you're Chinese. Do you know this person? Yeah, yeah, true. Like, oh, yeah, I know everything about being Chinese. I know everything about your wife dialect and her hometown and her interests. I I just made up that last part. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a it's a weird interaction to have with someone, yeah. and I don't advise anyone doing that with people. You're gonna probably make them feel a bit uncomfortable. Yes. So just don't do it. Yeah. Lesson learned. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> just like any other teacher has their pros and cons, Asian teachers have very specific pros and cons. So, for example, the pros would be, you know, Asian teachers tend to stay on topic a bit more. Some of them can be really wholesome and adorable, especially when they're relating to students slash just how they treat Asian students. And, you know, personally, I feel a lot more comfortable with Asian teachers as well. Yeah, I think I feel like the exact same way. (laughs) In that order. Nice. In that specific. Sort (laughs) by Z to A. Yeah. Sort by color. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, we touched on this a bit earlier, but I definitely agree with the whole staying on topic and also being wholesome. Because in the culture... I guess the collective culture, because, you know, Asian isn't one culture, but in the collective culture, obedience and also discipline slash self-discipline is just a bigger thing in itself. Mm-hmm. Which, at the same it's kind of annoying because the way that these things get represented is also one of the reasons why the model minority myth exists. Yeah. Because people will say, oh, look at those Asian. They're so hardworking. Ugh. Why can't the other races be like them? Which is like, oh my God. Yeah. But I, but generally talking about like the whole something, I really do think sometimes they will perfectly make a joke in the middle of their class or lecture where the well maybe not even just maybe not even a joke sometimes it could be a reference mm-hmm. i remember i used to have a science teacher that was chinese and he was talking about notation and just symbols in general and the one that we were talking about specifically was lambda and If you don't know what that looks like, my best way of describing it is that it looks like if someone tried to draw a fancy A and then they took out the line in the middle that makes the A, if that makes sense. It's basically you have a slanted line on the left and then on the right you have 
A very long S that's also kind of slanted 45 degrees. And so he made a joke about how it looks like the word person in Chinese, because it does kind of. I can throw it up on the screen, a comparison of the two symbols, or I guess characters. And, you, you know, there were one or two Chinese kids in the class, so we kind of appreciated the joke. You know, he was trying to relate, make a little reference, like, haha, if you know, you know. And generally, when he taught, sometimes he would bring things back to, I don't want to say the culture, but maybe just certain things in history. I remember he was talking about the oceans for some reason. And then he asked me how to say, well, he wasn't actually asking me, asking me, like he didn't know. He was asking me because he wanted someone to say it. He was asking what, I think what the Pacific Ocean? Yeah, how, to, how the Pacific Ocean is written or what it's called to Chinese people. And I appreciated that. You know, I wasn't the only Chinese kid in the class, but I appreciated that he made the effort to subtly connect with us in those ways. Mm. And I mean, if you think about it beyond Asian teachers, it is nice when some teachers make references to things that they might know that a certain part of the class or just the class might like and understand, you know, it can be mm. pop culture. It could be just a general interest that some people might have. Yeah. No, I just think it's a nice, wholesome thing to do. Yeah. Especially if, like, it's for the group of kids that generally don't get that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, yeah. if you listen to this podcast for some time, you'll know that Rihanna and I are a bit... I don't know if I want to use the word deprived. But deprived. we have it... <laughs> we haven't been exposed to a lot of just Asians and students of color in general. Mm. And so it's nice when a faculty member, you know, comes up and then, like, yay! Yeah. Someone, hey! Someone who understands. I'm Chinese. Hey, I'm Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> Not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> a nice thing to do. You could even compare it to if, I don't know, you saw someone wearing a shirt of a show you like, and you walk up to them and you say, yo, you've seen this show? I love this show. Yeah. A little connection. Like, hey, found someone from the fandom. Yeah. That's how I view it. Yeah. To me, it's like even even deeper than something like that because it's like something you're connecting on a level where like you're either born that way or you're not you know (laughs) like it's uncontrollable I agree but this is a very interesting way to put it (laughs) I don't know how else to put it you understand what I mean you're born with this special trait yeah you're born with this mark on your arm so thinking of um, a few years back, 
those dystopian novels or just series where people oh, would yeah, be yeah. sorted into different groups. Yeah. Why why did that whole genre just die out? Like that was the peak of fiction. The peak of YA dystopian fiction. Yeah. Just... Who knows, you know? Got Harry Potter and the houses, you got the Hunger Games. The main on the flip side of what we were saying about being more on topic or being more quote-unquote disciplined, there are some cons. If, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say like pros and cons because it seems like you're putting value judgments on a person, but this is yeah. just the way we're trying to organize our thoughts in a yeah. way. And so on the flip side of the whole, hey, maybe strict isn't all that bad, or they're just a little bit more disciplined. Sometimes, because of the culture, TM, Asian teachers can be a bit black and white about obedience, and it can lead to favoritism of maybe the Asian students, because since everyone is Asian, well, not everyone in the class, but, like, everyone in the group is Asian, and they were all kind of raised the same way, and so the Asian kids would probably be behaving the way that they would want them to. Yeah, or, like, they or know they would how to. to. Yeah, you yeah. Know, behaving the way their parents told them to. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think also another um, issue or I guess con with Asian teachers is that sometimes um, it would cause a little bit of tension, especially with kids who are, you know, like kind of racist in a way. Like, I feel like, (laughs) you know, it would always spark those comments of like, hey, is that your dad or is that your mom? Like, I can't believe your mom is the substitute teacher. And it's like, just because they're Asian doesn't mean that I'm related to them. But obviously these kids thought that was prime humor. You know, have you, you see, ever gotten those comments? That doesn't work with, for example, a white person. You can't just, hey, is this teacher your, your mom? Yeah. Why did people do that? I know. It was, again, very stereotypical Asian racist jokes. But I feel like I've gotten that all the time, especially in, like, middle school. Whenever it was an Asian teacher, they'd be like, oh, Rihanna, it's your dad subbing in today. Like, okay, haha. You think all Asians look the same, I guess. That's the joke. Like, mm-hmm. how do you want me to respond? But, you know, that was always a con in my eyes, especially because it was like, it caused unnecessary, um, not harm, but like annoyance. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and I mean, even if we took away the racist aspect of oh, is this your whatever? Sometimes if you, you can, because t- you can look at the wholesome trying to relate to Asian students way in a different angle where some students, maybe they're racist, maybe they're not, 
would be mad or just think, oh, okay, so I guess they're the special one. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, just made a joke about being Indian. I don't get it. Yeah. It's like, these kids... That's kind of the point, you know? I mean... Yeah, like... (laughs) You always get the jokes, so the one time you don't, like, all of a sudden it's like, it's not fair. We're not being included. It's like... This is the one time we get this. And you're mad. Yeah, I mean, you get every other reference that that your teachers make. Yeah. Not the teacher. So we've touched on this a little bit throughout the topics in today's episode. But I just think, I don't know. I guess because it became a race thing or because the common the commonality happened to be raised that it just is seen a bit weirdly Mm. because I mean look you got a strict teacher and then a strict Asian teacher yeah you know that paints two different pictures or you got a chill teacher and a chill Asian teacher like whoa a chill Asian teacher where'd you get one of those (laughs) I'm like, oh, a mean teacher and a mean Asian teacher. It's like, oh, my teacher's so mean. She's like this really strict Asian lady. Yeah. Like, you probably wouldn't say, oh, my teacher's so strict. He's like this random Italian man. I mean, some people do. Some people say, oh, I have a really weird teacher. He's like French and always talks about being French. You know, people. Some people say that, <laughs> but you don't hear it as often. Yeah. One of the main reasons why students in the West see Asian teachers as so strict or unfun is because of this Western ideology, per se, of you know, if it's not normal in the West, then it's too controlling. Mhm. I definitely see. And have experienced that. And I mean, you see it today, even in, you know, dare I say politics. Yeah. (laughs) Because the West, especially America, their whole aesthetic, they embody freedom. Yeah. And so anything that's not the West is not freedom. Yeah. All the people are sheeps, your blind followers, or Asians being mindless followers. Mm-hmm. A robot. Mm-hmm. Which again and plays into the obedience thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's not to say that there aren't valid criticisms about things that insert country has done. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, it goes both ways, you know, don't generalize and just diminish or just sum up an entire group of people into one thing, you know? Yeah. Listen, if you can say not all white people, I can say not all Asian people. Exactly, yeah. It goes both ways. 
You know, just because someone does something differently doesn't mean that it's wrong. True. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't always yes. automatically mean that they're wrong. Yes. No, I mean, that's why people also say that it's important that you meet different people or you talk to different people. Yeah. Not necessarily that you have to make friends with everyone. Just but expose it's important yourself. to get out in the real world. Yeah. Or just get out in the world. Just you know, talk to people. COVID. Yeah. Yeah, because if you talk to people with different perspectives, and it doesn't have to be the complete opposite perspective of you. You don't have to find someone with drastically different opinions, but just maybe someone that's born in a different place. Yeah. Or just someone that experience something a little differently than you did you know you learn new perspectives and if you disagree with them you learn a bit more about things that you don't like or just yeah. your values you know you can reinforce your values if yeah. you believe that they're good yeah. or <laughs> you can understand more of why people have certain values and maybe try to understand mm -hmm. instead of just and being like oh no, that's wrong. Exactly. <laughs> the land of the free. Yeah. I mean, you can't even say that because it's not even your land. You know, I mean, it's not our land. Yeah. Y'all are on stolen land, and by y'all, I mean. We are on stolen land as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. take, take some time to think about that. Yeah. And while you think about that, think about us thanking you for tuning in today. Maybe even think about leaving a comment. You know, about your experiences with Asian supply teachers. Have you had one before? Maybe you've never had one. You have no idea what we're talking about. You're just here. Maybe you are one. That would be awesome. If you're an Asian supply teacher or an Asian teacher, please leave a comment down below. Yes. Maybe even DM us and say, hey, I'm a professor. Hello, professor. I teach. I'm Asian. I have fun doing it. Don't get us up if you hate your job. <laughs> I love that you say that the second I think I love my job. <laughs> We've had enough of teachers not liking their jobs. <laughs> Please. Oh gosh. If you guys like this episode and want to stay connected with us, check out our website in the description. It contains links to our streaming platforms such as Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and more. Follow us for more behind-the-scenes content, announcements, and other random things we decide to put on there. See you next time. Bye. Bye.